Welcome to the Unveiled Sisterhood. We're Brooke and Jess, and we run the Unveiled Bride Tribe. We lead retreats, mentor programs, and healing and breakout sessions, and this podcast. We're about to introduce you to some amazing stories of women who have left a very tough chapter to step into healing, truth, and abundance. Find out the whole story on episode four. Hello and welcome to today's episode. Brooke and I had the opportunity to visit with Miss Sally Jackson as we talked about sex. Yes, Sally is our sex expert that we are so excited to have this conversation with. And you know, we're going to talk about some things that we don't all talk about, and that is the fun part about this episode. She's also going to give us some tips and tricks and leave us with a tool that helps having this conversation with our partners even easier. So without further ado, here is Miss Sally. Um, so as you know, before this, I did a lot of just general life coaching and parent coaching. And I had a little moment where something made me mad about a sex comment. And I decided a sex week was really needed um, just to kind of break some stigma, knock out some taboos, and some speak of women. Um, and Brooke was so lovely and was one of the women that I interviewed during that week. Um, there into um, interviewing some sex workers, interviewing men. And what I found from that was people didn't really want the parent coaching anymore as much as they wanted sex coaching and just a safe, non-judgmental place to open up and say, these are the issues that I'm having um, with my body and with shame around my sex, whether it's because of societal issues personal issues, religious, all of it, it all plays yeah. into our, you know, our traumas in our past. And they just wanted a safe space to talk about that. And in that one week that we did that, we created a space for everyone to have it. Um, sharing mm-hmm. everyone's story, um, other people felt comfortable and confident enough to say, you know, I also struggle with this too, and this is my story, which was so amazing. And um I had a coach as well, and I came to her and I said, look, this is what happened. And she said, make the switch, focus your coaching into sex because this is your, your niche and you're really good at it and you, you have a gift. So um, I made the switch, um, I want to say it's like maybe six months ago, and it's just been this constant flow of amazing people that I've been able to work with um, and opportunities that I just – I would never have gotten had I not made the switch. So I'm just, I feel very blessed for sure. I love that. You took a leap. Yes. I jumped full force into it and um, I will never look back because I know, uh, I know this is where I'm supposed to be. That's beautiful. Absolutely. I just remember growing up. I mean, I know this is probably a subject that you've touched on in previous interviews, but growing up as women, we weren't taught what the pleasure points were or any of those things. Like we were taught that the vagina was to birth your baby. <laughs> um, right. I didn't even think it was that we were told that the penis inserts into the vagina, but that yeah. that's where your menstrual flow came from. I think that's all we were taught. I mean, why do you think that that's all they focused on and how have things changed over the years? So sex ed has failed us as an older generation in general and really screwed us up and not in a good way <laughs> at all. Um, 
and it's sad. And I don't, honestly, I don't think this shift um, for sex ed has made as much of a change as we've, I've hoped. Um, because people just don't even really have the time to explore. Like, I mean, it, it, I think as of 20, 20 to 25 years ago, um, the clitoris wasn't really even a, something that anyone touched on. They didn't realize that it was a pleasure point. Mm. Um, so it's, there's so much we're still learning about the female body and what it takes to even get us going. Arousal is more than just touching ourselves. Um, it's, we are so emotionally interconnected. Um, come as you has a really amazing book and I actually have it right here. Um, and Emily Nagoski, I think it's Nagoski, um, has this book and she goes into some really incredible things um, about the emotional connections that we have when we go into sex. But even just looking at your own body and understanding um, these are my inner lips or my outer lips and that your inner lips are more sensitive and you know you have glands that are on each side of your vagina that release a little bit of it. Now this is controversial whether or not this is the purpose but it, it releases a liquid that might even have a scent to it to really arouse your partner when you're having sex and um just little things like that or the taint is a great way to get into or your perineum which is right right between your vagina and your anus um is a great way to kind of massage and get yourself relaxed as well i mean there's just so many things that we don't even know about ourselves because we don't take the time to um to learn on our own and then the sex education that's out there right now just it's lacking because i think people are scared of the topic mm -hmm. um, they don't want to say vulva and they don't want to say clip they don't want to talk about the fact that you can rub it and all of a sudden be coming everywhere like things like that it just makes people uncomfortable mm -hmm. and yeah make it uncomfortable um i also think that we've been taught that the vagina is dirty you know our period is dirty our sex is dirty we're not supposed to do it everything about what we teach women right now is wrong and we're not supposed to do it um and to take it a step further we're also teaching them that they're giving something away every time we talk about sex you're losing your virginity he's going to take this from you um and and that just continues into and ripples into every part of our life after that where we feel like we're always chasing this thing that we that was taken from us um so sex education just even beyond learning about our bodies um uh, it just it's it's so much more we have so much more and that's part of my for doing this is just um we need we need to make it better and it starts one small thing at a time. So you guys are creating that space. Yes. And I'm so happy. Yes. So I have a question. And, you know, we just a little bit ago before we got on, I, I kind of mentioned it. You know, we think of this, our bodies and this, this distorted view of take and, and you're going to give away and, you know, it's dirty and it's wrong. And I mean, my goodness how true that is. I even think of my own, you know, view on sex growing up, you know, even early into my marriage, mm -hmm. what sex really was. And so my question is, how many women do you really think are truly disconnected from their bodies, from their truth in their bodies? Mm -hmm. I would, I, the majority, a number I couldn't throw out, but I sure, would of course. 
the majority of women would not be as or have a have a misunderstanding of how connected they are um you can't you can't know what you don't know yeah can't know that there's a problem to fix when no one has told you that there's a problem in the first place um and it's kind of like that um ignorance is bliss so people are a blissful life because they're just completely ignorant about the things that they're missing out on and it's so sad and so part of that is we just need to talk about what it really is to get into your body and what that means it's more than just like i need to it is part about self-discovery. It's part about feeling yourself and touching yourself. And like, like I said, we'll get into that in a little while. Um, but beyond that, being able to communicate in words what that feels like to you. Um, then the reverse of that, all the things that you're like, you know, that doesn't work for me. And not really having to compromise yourself or feel like you have to give these things because I, I also think that sex right now um, whether it's the emotional or the physical is very masculine dominant and we really need to up our feminine game and how we approach sex and being okay with being the feminine one who is also strong and how she feels about her body and her sexual preferences. Mm, that, is, that is so true. So true. You're so, like a fountain of, of sexual wisdom. I'm like, hmm, yeah, yeah. So as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking of the women that are listening to this as well. And, and if you were going to give them a key point or something just to start with, like say they're not the sexual, beautiful queens that they should be, you know, what would be a good way for them to start, to start exploring themselves? I mean, not even just sexually. I mean, before we were talking, you were talking about just even touching, you know, different parts of your body and exploring. How would you, you know, expand on that a little bit? So what I was talking about earlier is sensate focus. And um, I think it's a wonderful thing. And this is really all about the physical. But I, there's another part of the, to the emotional side, um, which I can either talk about first or we can do the physical part. Which one do you guys want to do first? You flow. You flow now. I'll talk the emotional thing first because I, I actually think um, – doing this might help a little bit and it's a more of like kind of emotionally processing your past um and we don't often do that because there's so much shame past a lot of the times so if you can take a moment before you even start your sensei focus but to go through your past and often oftentimes women call it their list um and i hate that because it it sometimes puts that feeling of like oh how many is on my list and what is so important about that shame is not a single bit of your worth is wrapped up in how many people you have had sex with or the type you enjoy. That doesn't affect the mother that you are, the wife that you are, or the person that you show up to every day with your friends. Like, that has nothing to do with your worth. It is a small part of your life. And I think one of the biggest things that I want women to understand is going back and processing doesn't have to be shameful. And part of it too is you always want to rewrite different parts of your story, especially if you're, mm -hmm. but you can't do that because you have to move past that to grow. And then you can look back on the lesson that was there. So when you're trying to, oh, I need to move past this and you're in a moment and it's very fresh, you're not going to be able to do it then because you 
grown enough to a lesson that was there in the first place. But everyone in your life is there for a lesson. You just have to find out what that was at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's really important to go back to that. And you can do it in a couple different ways. Um, you can go through your list. You can go through, you know, two people who you experience a really good physical connection with or emotional connection with. Um, and then you can do two people that were not so good and then compare what the details were, what the atmosphere was like, who that person was what they did, how you felt at the time, and really look and see where you are and see what the similarities are. Um, and that can then go into your sensate focus, which is what I'm going to talk about now. Um, the sensate focus part is the physical part. Mm-hmm. So when you look back and you're like, these are the things that we did that I really enjoyed, take that into your sensate focus. And sensate focus is when you actually feel your own body. And of course, I don't have the sheets in front of me, um, but I, I have little printables that have a female body and a male body for men who want to do this as well, um, or husbands, partners, and um, it's the front and the back, and all you do is you write out after you've done the sensate focus where things are. So sensate focus is when you literally start, you can start at the top of your head, you can start at your feet, however you want to do it, and you choose some sort of pressure or massage um, that you want to do and you like literally massage your head you can go over your face your eyes your eyelids something that I've heard is like kissing your eyelids is something that some people really like and they found that because when they touched their eyelids it felt good so starting from your head and you just like rub down you can rub your ears rub down your face your cheeks under your chin the back of your neck touch your collarbones and you can do different different styles whether it's pressing this way, whether it's tapping or squeezing, however you want. And you just go all the way down your body and pay attention. Don't do it quickly. Go really slow and just really focus on all these areas. Mm -hmm. Um, As you go over it, pay attention to what feels the best. And um, some people do it with colors, whether the best is here, okay, and then not so much and they go through and they color the body. And it's so empowering to see where you feel most pleasure at. And that's just a simple way of doing it. And it's not genital focused, which is, I think, really cool because so much of sex is genital focused. And in that, take it into the bedroom, you lose your foreplay. And that's a big one because we like to be buttered up a little bit. As women, it's like, we don't just jump into sex, right? I mean, it, it takes, like, sometimes I want to be, like, you know, woo me a little bit, right? Why <laughs> me and me, right? <laughs> it doesn't, we don't, we don't start up the same way, and so it does take that wooing, and I think wooing also keeps the passion there when we have partners that we've been with for, you know, 10 years, and um, the best part about Sensate Focus is you can do this practice over and over again with um tools like like i said earlier um i used a pen once with a woman and i showed her how to do that and it was like this like little tea she wanted to do for her husband and um you can literally use anything and try this on your body and then also take that to the next level and have your spouse do it to you and you do it to your spouse um or your partner and it's just a great way to learn how to communicate and say this is what i need from you to get me going, what feels the best. Mm-hmm. So fun thing you can do is sensate focus. And actually what I can do for you guys is I'll send you the paper with the um, 
female body and you can send it to everyone. So, so yeah, yeah. What we'll do is we'll post it in the link below when we post the video. I'll send it to you. Really important um, for you to do this with your partners. And on the opposite end of that, like we were saying, is you can also take it to the next, next, next level, which is um, doing the sensei focus, what pleases you on your, on your partner. So um, if you love your partner's shoulders, you know, letting them come and grab your shoulders like this, that is me saying I'm ready to go, right? Because sometimes we don't want to just like, hey, yeah, you know, like we want to make it a little bit more sensual and mm -hmm. there's wrong with that. So this is another way for us to really learn body language and learn to communicate better through body language. You know, something I'm hearing is that when we learn our bodies and we learn how to communicate with our partners, what I'm thinking is how much safer I would feel or how much safer if I go back before my husband, how much safer I would feel if I knew my body and knew how to communicate and vice versa, knew that my partner and my husband knew how to communicate. I think that that's a huge piece that's probably missing because it is, it's like straight to genital part, you know, genital, whatever that is, genital, uh, genitalia part. Uh, and we miss the whole week. Okay, so then we, some people know, okay, like let's foreplay, let's woo each other. But then we still don't know, oh, this. Right, like it's butt and then it's like oral. And that's yeah. about like foreplay is a, or, or, you know, it's the genital focused touching. Mm -hmm. It is never, or it's very limited mm -hmm. thing anywhere else. Um, I think it, it gets a little bit lackluster sometimes. That's something that I, I've seen. Um, so put it, let's put it this way. Um, how many people, and you guys can comment on this too, as you watch this, how many of you feel like your sex is very routine or you do very similar or same things when you have sex, right? Most people yeah. So. After a while, in your daily life, if you do something on repeat, doesn't it become more desensitized in your life? Mm -hmm. Yes. Become numb to it. Mm -hmm. Sex is the same thing. Mm -hmm. Your body learns and desensitizes. Mm -hmm. And get into this habit, and pleasure starts to go down just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it fades over time, so it's not this thing that you ought to realize like oh my sex is really crappy now because it's a slow wean until you ramp up your passion again and learn yourself again and then you're like oh wow I was not I was desensitized mm -hmm. to the pleasure I was having it wasn't really pleasurable and it's because you haven't been learning yourself you haven't been you know growing and redefining through your phases of life mm -hmm. and so it's so important to pay attention to that Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. I think the re one of the things I'm just going to share something personal about myself was that this summer I read the book Girl Wash Your Face. As in, many people out there have read Girl Wash Your Face, and if they haven't, it's probably on their list of things to read. 
But one of the, the chapters that really stuck out to me, and Sally, I know I reached out to you, and I know that we never connected on this, but um, I'm bad at sex. Like, that was me. I was bad at sex. Like, chapter seven changed our marriage. It really did. It changed our intimate life together. And we had, I know that she challenged, or her and her husband said, okay, well, we're going to do sex for 30 days. I mean, so that's, that's what we did. And I can tell you, honestly, I learned more about my husband. I learned more about myself. But I think the biggest thing that changed was the conversation. Just like you said, Brooke, just opening up and having the conversation. Because there was so much shame from my past that I never was able to communicate that. And so we got into this vanilla routine sex that was desensitized. And then now things have changed. And it's, and it, and it's not dirty. Like, one of the other things that she says is whatever happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom. That's between you and your partner. Like there's nothing, nothing that is going to ruin you. I mean, you can do whatever you want to do. Of course, if you feel like you need a safe word as you're exploring, have a safe word, you know, just know where your boundaries are. So, I mean, that was my experience this summer. And I just feel so blessed because now I have you, I'm going to talk to you more. <laughs> there's definitely, a few things that after opening up and having these conversations and actions now, I'm like, okay, hmm. and you talk to Sally about some of these things, you know, so as women are exploring, so I'm just going to ask you now, as I'm exploring more, what would you suggest that I do? Keep the lines of communication open? I mean, what's something that I can do just for me as we're going into the self-care series? What's something I can do for me that's going to help me open up to my partner more? Because I think that's been, that was one of the biggest things was me being shy, me being reserved, and not wanting to be risque, if you will, or having a taboo, you know, thinking it was taboo. So something that I heard recently was um, sharing your feelings while you're holding hands, which is something people do oftentimes um, in counseling. Now, make it to the next level is doing it blindfolded. Which is funny because I think our reaction or, or our fear is in the reaction of our, our the person we're talking to mm-hmm. is really seeing that reaction in their face. Mm-hmm. And so take that away, but you're still connected with your hands and they're holding you saying, I'm here, mm-hmm. but you can't see that actual reaction. It takes the scarcity away of like, oh my God, I'm looking into their eyes and they might be turning white let them turn white on their own but in that moment they're also able to process like okay I'm having this reaction I'm still holding my partner's hands they can't see me I can't see them so it's, it creates a safe space for you both mm-hmm. to process together mm-hmm. and then you say what you have to say um, and take a minute and you don't even have to finish that conversation that night if you don't want to depending on how heavy it is um, or how light it is, you might be able to be like, I got a hand squeeze, and I think that means we're going to the bedroom after this. Bed, <laughs> but um, I, it and it's and I there's no science behind this. I'm not like this is just something um, that I have talked to a couple people about, and um, it's based almost like on uh, the blind dating, and I can't, I can't remember or dark dating where you go and you sit in a completely dark room and you, you can't see the person that you're dating, but you have this conversation with them and then they turn the lights on and you're like, oh my gosh, I, I wasn't expecting you to look like that. Like, that's so crazy. 
happy and people are learning stuff about themselves that you know outside of physical things there's other attributes that they love so anyway if you take that into approach that approach with the bedroom it creates a safe space for you to share and be your who you are on your own um, and I think it's also really because you already have this connection with the person that you're talking to and you know that you know this is a safe space but you just need that extra level of security for yourself so I would suggest trying that let me know how it goes and then another really good thing which everyone says is you know write it down if it's really that scary put it into some words even put it into an email or however you want into a text um and put a lot of emojis the fun emojis. The fun emojis. Yes. Put those in there so that like all that is portrayed. Body language is portrayed in, in text now. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I love the blindfolding. Well, because that's fun, but I think that that does, that takes off the pressure of knowing their reaction. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thinking too, I don't necessarily have to see them as I speak these things that might feel uncomfortable. I don't have to see them so I can say it knowing they're blindfolded. I'm blindfolded. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's awesome. And hold hands. Both, hold hands. Both hands. And, and, you know, this is a conversation that you have beforehand saying, you know, I feel like there are times where I feel extremely vulnerable um, or you might feel extremely vulnerable and I want us to have a safe way of talking to each other. And so it's really that, yes, we both wear the blindfold, but we both were, like agree and promise to keep our hands connected no matter what, um, until this session or whatever is over. And you can even have a done word instead of a safe word, a done word, you know, it says, okay, we're done for this like you can say this is my done word I'm done for this and if they're not ready to talk yet they can say their done word and then it's just that is left there and you just know that at some point you're going to come back to it or you can talk about it however you need to but it it is it creates a safe space for each of you mm -hmm. yeah gosh how empowering that is just the fact that we can take control I don't know if control is the right word but just we can be an advocate for ourselves. Like it's okay for us to be an advocate for ourselves. Like, hello, this is my body. You know, I can, I can say what I want. I can say what I don't want. That is, I think that's absolutely beautiful. Thank and you, Sean. It's just as important as saying what you want. Mm -hmm. Forget that. Is um, all these like jokes about getting into like adult sex and it's going to change after marriage and change after kids and all this stuff that sometimes it's like, well, we just need to get it over with. And so as women, we do the duty that we need to do to have sex. And sometimes it's like, man, I really didn't want to do that. Or I don't really like that, but whatever. I'm just, I'll go with the flow. And instead I think we need to say, you know, I don't, I don't really want to do that. Like, and be okay saying, in my phase of sexual life and sex positivity, sex positivity for me right now, that doesn't fit me. And there's nothing wrong with owning what doesn't fit you as well. I love that. Wow. Sex. 
what an amazing topic. You know, it brings me back to the 90s. Remember Salt and Peppa? Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Okay, let's not talk about my singing tunes, but truly, you know, we'd all want to be able to talk about it. But the thing is, is that we don't know how to talk about that. Well, now, thanks to Sally, you have some tips and tricks on how to talk about it, how to talk about sex, how to bring up the conversation, how to have a safe conversation, how to embrace your own sensual desires and know that it's okay. It's okay to explore and find your own sensual areas with her Sensate Focus tool, which we've included that in the show notes. So be open, have fun, be safe, and most importantly, be true to yourself as you explore. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Unveiled Sisterhood podcast. For show notes, links, and upcoming retreat details, and other awesome resources, head on over to our website, unveiledbridetribe.com. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to the both of us if you take a minute to leave a review. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe so that you can listen to next time as we share more amazing stories. Thank you.